If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. I'm so ready, ready to rock. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Oh. In this stadium. Rocking episode of Mind Pump. We're back. Adam, Justin, and I have our usual conversation for the first LA, we love you. For the first 30 minutes of our intro, we talk about the influenza epidemic here in California. I it's, had no idea. It was killing people. It's getting crazy. By the way, I talk about elderberry. Get your elderberry. Elderberry does clinic in clinical studies has been shown to fight the influenza virus. You can get elderberry at Thrive Market, one of our sponsors. By the way, if you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash mind pump, this is what you'll get. One month free membership, $20 off your first three orders of $49 or more, and free shipping. We talk about the LA Fit Expo. Me and Adam went down there, had a good time, met a lot of awesome Shake hands, fans, friends, talked a little shit about most supplements in the belly of the beast. Fucking Sal big time me while we were there. Uh, <laughs> yep, we talk about how I big timed him. Uh, and then we talk about me pooping uh, at a girl's house. What? Throwing you I, under the bus. As soon as I walk in. We Not talk, a great way to make a good first impression. We talk about <laughs> the Organifi Kermit blend. Oh, we're going to start a new thing. We got the Christmas blend. Now we got the Kermit blend. So the Kermit Here's blend. How you put together. The Kermit blend, uh, is one of our fans named it that, by I'm the way. I'm going to reach out to Shauna and say, what's up, man? I think we should get some graphics maybe done around some of this stuff. Uh, I think so. I think it's a good idea. So, what, do you, what do you think, Organifi? So the Kermit blend is Organifi green juice mixed with Organifi gold juice. Tastes amazing. Very relaxing. It's got all the adaptogenics in there. Good stuff. If you go to OrganifiShop.com, enter the code MindPump without a space, you will get a massive discount. We also talk about Justin staying behind and finishing up our new MAPS program. Somebody's got to keep us moving forward. That's right. <sighs> oh, you, yeah. You might be getting a new MAPS program this month. Uh -oh. Then we get into the questions. The first question was, this individual injured their Achilles tendon and they think it sucks really bad. They don't want to move because they're scared. They might re-tear it. They were wondering about Adam's protocol uh, for healing his Achilles tendon rupture. They did it just to comfort Adam. I got best. you, bro. I yeah. got you. It involves a lot of diddling. <laughs> Next question. Uh, what were our thoughts on all the resistance tubes and bands that girls are wearing around their legs while they're doing their leg workouts? Are they doing something good or are they being stupid again? Hmm. Next question. What do we think about cycling different diets seasonally Brilliant. throughout the year? I like this idea. The example this person gives us is you know high fat and keto and bone broth in the winter, paleo in the fall, vegan in the spring, and carb cycling in the summer. It does sound brilliant and genius. I see a money-making opportunity. Final question. If we could create a drinking game for listening to Mind Pump... <laughs> What would those rules be? What would those rules be? I'm fascinated to find out. Let's How, get drunk. Absolutely. Also, it's January. I'm drinking right now. It's January. We love giving shit out for free in January. So here's what you'll get for free in January from Mind Pump. You'll get a free t-shirt. All you got to do is enroll in any of our bundles. That's not the only thing we're giving away for free. Don't forget about the YouTube channel. Oh, well, YouTube. <laughs> we got a free workout on YouTube. Absolutely. If you want to get more into your workouts, you want more expert programming, then you enroll in one of our MAPS programs. If you get a bundle, 
You'll get a free tur- T-shirt. Now a the turd? Best- you're going to give yeah. him a turd? Oh, Listen, yeah. We'll <laughs> always give you a turd. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no problem. Buy our bundles. We got yeah. some shit for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sal will drop it off at your house You'll get uh, either, before he meets you. Either apparently. a turd or a T-shirt. So. You'll be... <laughs> To find out which you'll get, you need to enroll in a bundle. Hot, steamy turd. The one, Coming your way. The one Pop that the, the bundle that we recommend the most, of course, is our super bundle. It's one year of exercise programming. So in other words, if you enroll in the super bundle, you have about 12 months, roughly 12 months planned out for you. So with different phases, different workouts, exercise demos taught by three experienced personal trainers. Uh, you'll go in through different phases, different adaptations. It never gets boring. Your body progresses the entire time. It's the most comprehensive workout bundle system in existence. ever existed. Ever. 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 Based on us. Uh, To enroll in the bundle, to get a free t-shirt or turd. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer t-shirt. One of those. Uh, Just go to mindpumpmedia.com. Oh, what do we got for these guys, Douglas? What do we got today? How many reviews? Yeah, we got 20 reviews this week. Wow, and we haven't called for it for a minute there, so. Uh, no, actually, I think the last time I gave directions, that makes a big difference. A Zach Bush interview you did? No. No, no this is the last, last time week. we did the iTunes review. Oh, the last time we did iTunes. <laughs> People still have a tough time figuring out how to leave a review. Because it's a, well, it's, it's gotten, a mystery. It's gotten better, though. iTunes has gotten better. How, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the new platform is better. It's easier than what it was before. Before it was a pain in the well, ass. Well, you got a good chance of winning a t-shirt. 22, Doug, huh? No, no 20. 20. But we're giving away six shirts. Damn. Hooking them up. Yeah. So let me read these off. It's Surf and Turf 7. Yeah. Seagrass Dinosaur RN. Wow. Michelle 0890. Friend of hers. Baron Body. Mr. Super Luke. All of you are winners. So send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Send your shirt size, your shipping address, and we'll get that right out to you. Thank you. Hooking it up. I tried some of uh, this weekend for the first time right. when Sal did it before it's his fucking good, his huh? whatchamacallit. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, crazy. It's crazy how good it is, right? It's, yeah, no, it's a it's a Tasty. very it's a very refreshing drink. And I already like the green. And I already like the red. The fucking gold's even so, better. So you know how you mix when you mix. I'm the, not a fan of the red. You know how you mix the red's good. You know when you mix the red with the green, we call it the Christmas blend. Oh yeah, I haven't tried that yet. So now if you mix the green with the gold, because I did that, uh, I do that all the time. It's my favorite combo. Yeah, they call that the Kermit blend. The <laughs> they. Who's they? I know him. <laughs> no, hold on a second. He's gonna start no, it. No. Oh, so no. oh they. Somebody else. Somebody else. else. Uh, I showed you. There's fucker. a group on the internet. <laughs> I actually saw it on Reddit. I you know, showed you. Uh, I showed you the person who did it. Dude. Oh, Somebody yeah. called it the Kermit blend. This Kermit guy. Blend. Yeah, I like it though. I like it though. I like the, uh, the the Kermit the Kermit blend and the Christmas blend. We're starting a little thing here. We have to tell our Organifi sponsor what's up. Like, hey, you guys, we need to put this together. Maybe put some graphics behind it. Face yeah. of Sal with there like Kermit legs and stuff. Or Kermit yeah. body. You're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Like this. Do we do the Sal Sal body Kermit head or do we do the Kermit body Sal's head? <laughs> I That's, say God. Sal body Kermit. Head. No. Sal. Oh wow, you don't like my face, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't say that. Hide his face. I, just like, I like Kermit's face. It's a good combination because it has. They're both these relaxing. Uh, they both contain these relaxing herbs. So what I do is I drink those, then I have some caffeine, and I get this real fucking nice smooth buzz. Yeah. And that's what we did. I drank it before we went, and I, I also, saw your Insta story. I also drank something bad. What? People called it out actually. So when Adam yeah. posted the video of me drinking the the Kermit blend or whatever you want to call it, yeah, 
uh, in the background was a little five hour energy. Bottle. <laughs> Hell of people called him <laughs> Hell out. Hell of people are like, they're, oh, all, they're all DMing me, like, uh, is that a five hour? Did Sal uh, drink that? I said, no, he snorted it right after yeah. the fucking Kermit blend. <laughs> so, what, so I have, catch you, bitch. Yeah. We do so much traveling, right? And I have my little, my yellow backpack that I always use. And sometimes we'll be at gas stations and, I, and I don't, you know, there's no coffee or whatever, the coffee's shit. And sometimes it's my guilty pleasure. I'll probably drink, I'll take a five hour energy, pff, I don't know, twice a year at least. This thing was in there, and it had been in there for a long time. Uh, so I pulled like, it out. Oh, I'm like, I'm gonna combine I can this. Use this. I'm gonna take everything in mm. the, you know, in the spirit of uh, Fit Expo. Right. Let's just take all the supplements. Right. You're yeah. trying to be nice and jacked. dude. Speaking of, so uh, did you, I don't. I didn't send it to you guys. This flu season is aggressive. They said it's the worst one in something like five or ten years so far. Hmm. There's already been 27 deaths in California. Get the fuck out of here. In California. Deaths? Yes. Wow. From the flu? What do you, do you, you, Were you, they like 80 or 90? Yeah, no. no, 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 no. 27 people under the age of 65 that died. Get Whoa. Out of here. So it's not as bad as that. Um, that one. Remember when that H1N1 virus was out and it was, getting, oh, it was really yeah, bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one resulted in 300-something deaths in California. So people don't realize this. Shit tons of people still die from the flu every year. That's so, that's crazy to me. I you actually can't did. just fight that? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, are you, are you including people that are like 80 or 90, though, that are about to die anyways, and then the flu is like what yeah, fucking does it? It must be like compromised people to begin with. So uh, there are categories of people that are more likely to die, but one of these categories of people is actually young, healthy people because... We, if it's a strain, if it's a particular strain of influenza that hadn't hasn't been around for forty years, and then it comes out all of a sudden, and you're a thirty year old athlete or whatever, maybe you're training really hard, maybe you're stressed out at work, so your immune system's a little depressed, then you get this virus that hits your body that you've never, your body's never seen anything like it. It can hit you very hard, and you can actually be more susceptible to death than somebody who's say fifty five or sixty. Who may have been exposed to a virus, uh, you know, a strain that's similar to it? Mm. How fucking crazy is that? That is crazy. But yeah, people die. So what I recommend is elderberry. Yeah. Elderberry is uh, the and Thrive Market actually has the Sambucus one, which is the one that's in the clinical trials. Mm. That's the one I recommend. So that, isn't that the one? Shout out to our Nature Way company. Yeah, they actually sent us a bunch of them. Thank you. Oh yeah, thanks. I actually took some of that too for me and Courtney. And well, no, I swooped it, it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still just coming off of this one right now. It's yeah. bad. Everyone saves the day. So oh, no, you can actually timing. You can actually. So I did this this morning. So I was talking this with Jessica this morning, and um, she's like, "Yeah, but what do the studies actually say?" Because I keep telling her this. So. I looked them up, and you can find these on PubMed. These are actual double-blind, placebo-controlled studies that show, on average, a reduction in symptoms of the flu by four days. Four fucking days. That's a big deal because the flu is normally like a seven-day thing anyways. You know, that's right. a, That's a huge deal. Right, so it's the difference between having a fever and feeling shitty for two or three days or feeling shitty for seven days. Wow. And wow, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. And the reduction in uh, in um, respiratory infection. Did you look that shit up? Was it some bullshit bias study, though, that was put on by some company that actually sells? No, there's the been several. Oh, okay. There's been several. It was PubMed? Did you say PubMed? Uh, you can do PubMed, yes. Okay. Um, and one of them is relatively- okay, I believe you One know. of them is relatively <laughs> recent. But they show that not only that, but so one of the reasons, one of the ways that the influenza kills people- is the virus itself doesn't kill you. It's the secondary infections that come after. So now you've got this virus that's fucking you up big time. You've got a horrible fever. Then you get pneumonia or bronch bronchitis or some kind of bacterial infection 
or secondary infection, which then you're in this weakened state and it fucks you up. Elderberry was also shown to dramatically, like statistically dramatically reduce the instance of respiratory, secondary respiratory infection. So taking elderberry prophylactically, meaning, you know, before you get anything, right. is probably a good the idea. Preventative mindset. And what they're showing in these studies is that whatever's in elderberry, and I don't remember what it is, but there's something in elderberry in particular that increases the amount of cytokines in your system. Is there a cutoff? Immune- is there a cutoff period at what point? Like it doesn't fucking matter. Like if you're already two days into the flu and stuff, and then you try and do that, does it, it's would it still mitigate some things, or is it not? Is, That's a that- good question. So the way that they think it works, it'll probably help regardless. Right. But you're always going to be better off if you catch it before this virus just replicates and is all over the place. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would take it prophylactically uh, a little bit every day throughout the whole season, which the season peaks in, I think I read the second week of February is when you, so right now we're in the middle of the ramping up mm-hmm. of the flu. So it's going to get worse. So, way worse. So like, <laughs> sweet dude, I was reading this article, like, like, uh, emergency rooms are getting flooded with oh people who God. have the flu. Yeah. Have you got, when's the last time you had the actual flu? Cause I, I think a lot of times people get a bad cold and they think it's the uh, flu. It's been a year or two for me. Uh, yeah. It was that one time you guys called in and I was watching the Tony Robbins uh, documentary on Netflix. It made you emotional? Yeah. Was, Do you guys get emotional when you're sick? I was myself. Well, you, you know my MO. Uh, <laughs> well, you get horny. You watch, you you watch like teen, yeah. teen uh, pregnancy, yes. right? But do you also get I emotional? Get, I, get, I, get, I, get, jam. I get horny and I watch teen pregnancy. <laughs> That's weird. That's, that's my MO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I told you what interests. I, I told you what I think it is. I mean, I get I don't know. I don't know for sure why I'm drawn to trash TV when I'm fucking sick, but I think it has something to do with seeing these other people like with much bigger struggles in their yeah, life than yeah. this little seven like, day wow, flu that, that I have. Way worse. Yeah, like yeah. like fuck, this could be worse. I could have three kids from three different fathers Next on, like, living with my oh, mother I mean, still, yeah. screaming at her, you know what I'm saying? Borrowing my fucking friend's car, like Okay, it's not that bad. I'm down for seven days. You know what I'm I think it has something to do with that. And then the, the horny thing goes back to fucking high school. Yeah. Because when you were sick and you were home and mom wasn't home and girl, girlfriend comes over and yeah, yeah. gives you a little mm-hmm. handy. Yeah, yeah. And then forever I've connected that, you know, laying in bed being not feeling well. You get well. the sympathy. Job. I can't be like, like when I'm like deathly sick and I got a headache, my head's spinning, I'm like throwing up, vomiting. Like there ain't no anything going on but that, hugging a pillow or whatever. But. <laughs> Once you're in that, you know, because you, your girl start. Does she try and take advantage of you now that she knows this? Like she, if you're real sick. Yeah, yeah, no, she will. She's because she's always trying to get give some. you a little diddle. Yeah, Katrina's always trying to get some. And he, <laughs> a little he says, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just in bed sick. Yeah, yeah. Give you a little, <laughs> little diddle. Yeah. And I'm, and normally I'm like, I can't, I can't breathe, honey. I don't know. We're not gonna do this right now. We're definitely not making out. That's for sure. <laughs> you can just lay there. It's cool. Yeah. I don't want to go near your face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gives you the diddle. So no, I, ch- I get I get generally more emotional if I'm really sick. It's like I it just gen- I don't know if my empathy goes through the roof. Yeah, I've noticed that like something on TV and you're just like, Ew. dude, I I was sick. I was sick once and I was watch uh, once and I was watching this. I don't remember what it was. It was like some TV show where this kid. It wasn't even that fucking emotional. I was so embarrassed. Some kid did something good, like yeah. You know, got a good. It was like some TV show, and the kid like was really struggling in school, and then did really good. And I was just like, "Fuck, man, this is, this is tough. did it. This is tough." Yeah. Yeah. The kid got a good grade on their spelling. Uh, Justin, I wish you were with us at the the airport <clears throat> because I had Sal push me around in the wheelchair. Oh yeah, and 
we got so um, our boy had uh, finally met up with figment, Sal. Figment of your imagination. Did your story yes. change, or did you actually like when people are asking you what you did to your foot? Oh, dude, I told people that I was I got bit by an alligator and I was saving a baby. <laughs> so, and a couple of kids Perfect. were like, "Really? Like, really? Where were you at?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not the case at all. Yeah, no, I was pushing, dude. Let's be honest now, Adam. Dude, this now is, that we're on the mic, am I if am I a good caretaker? You actually okay? I and I did. I text you right? Did I not you did. text you last night? You I text did. you. Thank private. God, yet. Sal, because I am horrible. Well, I text. Well, you know what? He's typically horrible. I'm, I'm not we're a all, caretaker. I'm the know. best He's, caretaker. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. If you're Way sick or if you're sick I or felt, injured around me, I'll tell you. I have a time limit. I told Katrina before I left, I said, I'm really nervous about this trip because I know I'm kind of a fucking bear when I don't feel good. And I'm not only am I fucking sick, I'm dealing with this leg right now, too. So I'm on crutches and shit. So. I'm, I know I'm a pill right now, and, and I'm not working out. Those, this is like a perfect storm for me just to be an asshole, right? So I already know I'm that, and I'm going somewhere with Sal. Sal and I are the worst with directions, <laughs> itinerary shit, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, we rely heavily on Doug or Justin to kind of carry the load in that, and so we're by ourselves, and then you factor in, I fucking crippled. You're immobile, and, yeah. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself... I told Katrina, I'm like, you know, I'm really nervous that Sal and I might get at each other because, and I know I'm like trying to tell her that I know that I'll be irritable. I know this is not his strength, but I tell you what, man, it was not at all like that. We had an incredible time and I was really, really, I was impressed Good thinking with, with the way he did. He really took care of me. He, every time we went somewhere, did something, he always thought about like me not being able to carry things and getting it for me and opening. And I was like, and I, and I don't like that too, as it is. I hate being disabled and feeling like you rely on somebody. And I didn't feel like I had to keep asking him like, Hey bro, yeah. could you come help me zip up my pants? I can't do that. Like he was right there right away. Like right away I'd get out of the, off that toilet. He would be right there to pick up my drawers All and everything right, like Sal. that. You went, far, <laughs> you went too far, man. You went too far. wiped his ass and everything. Just a little, uh, No, so he's pushing me in the wheelchair, He tried right? to get me to do that. I'm like, listen, your okay. hands work, bro. Right. We're pushing yeah, her yeah. in the wheelchair and I'm, I, so I have to hold his big fucking you know, 16 by 24 or whatever photo uh, or, or oh, that's draw, right. drawing of him. Yes. Of me. He finally, yeah. finally yeah. connected. Cause yes. uh, me and yeah. Adam have had ours right. hanging in our house. And dude, yeah. a bar boy, figment of your imagination. It's he does fig- awesome work. Figment underscore of underscore imagination is his uh, Instagram to look up how, uh, how fucking talented this guy is. I, you know, all of us have had random people do some cool graphic art and shit like of us before, uh, hands down, this is something that is like he is his talent. It's art. Yeah, no, it's next yeah. level uh, talented. But it's funny because Sal is like he doesn't do very well with this. He's like, dude, what am I gonna do with this? I don't. I can't put it up in my room. Like, <laughs> makes you uncomfortable. I was like, huh? give that shit to me. I got it. So we're going through the airport, and I'm like, I'm posting it up on my leg. You know, he's pushing me, and I'm like, people are like looking at us. See, huh? This yeah, guy yeah, right yeah. here. That's him. I put it on the plane. That's this guy. I yeah. seat it in. He's trying to. He's trying to turn it around so he doesn't look so narcissistic, right? Carrying a fucking. And I can't carry shit right when we're oh, walking. So this, he's yeah. got to carry the photo himself, and he like turns it so people can't see what it is. I'm like, turn it like, in, bro. It's a beautiful photo. Show that shit off like calling oh. it out of the airport and everything like that uh, i asked the lady did we i pick it up in the in the airplane i'm showing around hey yeah. dude, where what do, do i have to this? where do i gotta put this i'm like is it okay on my lap and i think it's you know, he's all turning red it's embarrassing, it's like, yeah it's fucking great it's embarrassing. Oh, fucking great man yeah. Yeah. really embarrassing. i wanted to go just but it's that. i mean it's an awesome 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 sketch it's just you know it's like i feel like like mr fucking perfect from the wwe remember him Oh yeah! Look at me, you know. I got this picture of myself when I was yeah, shredded. Totally. Even mirroring. worse, even worse. As we're going through the uh, the what is it? The security check at the airport. Oh, I, you got to put it through. The thing. I forgot it there. Yeah. Oh, so no. we walk all she the way up. Back. We walk all the way up, and Adam's like, "Where's your picture?" I'm like, "Fuck!" So I walk all the way back, it. and they're waiting for me. 
They're all waiting for me. Good job. They all, they all knew. They all look at me like, we got your picture. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we yeah. see you. He drew it yeah. himself. Yeah. It's like I was telling people, yeah. yeah, he drew it himself. It's a good picture, right? <laughs> anyway. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. portrait I tell you what, what a great time at the expo. I yeah. we had we didn't really pump it up or promote it that much. We didn't make a big deal about it. And we had a great turnout of fans showing up, people who were there. Oh, that's rad. Quite a few people saying they were there just to listen to us, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, just had great conversation. The second day we were there, we didn't even talk about intuitive eating. We were supposed to, but it was all of our fans. So we're like, you guys hear us talk about that. Well, shit not only that, like, when we got there and we realized like the environment, here we are trying to talk like, about intuitive eating, which to me, I think is a very, anybody I've ever explained that, what it's is like that? It's an alien concept, especially there. Right. right. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, you know what? We probably didn't put a lot of really good thought into this being the topic that we're talking about in this arena right because it was just it was loud you know you've got you got tits all over the place and people doing cartwheels and lululemon pants yeah. all over the place a little and different than paleo effects. stringers and yeah. shit everywhere and then here we are like listen to your body yeah and that's how you you know what i'm saying so your tummy will teach you things the second day you know sal and i agreed like you know what let's just fucking go out there we'll tell people we're gonna hook them up with the guide and so they still feel like they get that information. We're going to take care of everybody. But then let's fucking do a Q&A and let's just, let's just answer questions for people. And probably like the first two questions kind of surface questions, you know, people asking. And then about the third question or so, people start asking like the controversy stuff. Yeah. And, and, I, and you could tell the first guy- start some drama Oh yeah, the, the first guy that asked oh, the question, so you, could, you could tell he's a listener and he knew what he was asking, like setting it up. And you could tell he was like, are they going to like really answer this? Or are they going <laughs> to- Bro, we'll see how we, PC they are. Bro, we, we, we did- We came it, after it, man. For about 20 minutes, we're, they're asking us all these questions and we're talking shit about 99% of the supplements out there oh, in the fucking so heart of the beast. Yes. We are surrounded. We are surrounded by- supplement companies and our mics are loud and me and adam project our voices anyway oh, so, good. so we're just talking about how pre-workouts were it was it was totally invented it's bullshit and yeah. and and i know and i can tell people walking people who are walking around all of a sudden stopped and kind of listening to us was shreds there it was no actually joey so, swole was so yeah was joey, he? yeah joey swole they Did were you on, guys talk to him no, no. he was on a he was oh, on, i want to talk to him he, so was, on, he was on a panel with mike o'hearn joey swole and then who was the other one that a everybody? panel yes dude. what the fuck were they talking i about? don't know bro we didn't oh. hear him but I, we saw that I saw a picture of them. I think so. We just talked to um, we got interviewed by the girls. Shout out to the girls at Thirty uh, Something. Great girls, great podcast. And they almost uh, was it almost thirty? Is that the name of the yeah? Podcast? Um, is that what I said? Yeah, I said, said almost something. Oh, sorry, almost almost thirty is their podcast. And uh, the very similar flavor to my. When we, I flew over there. I was listening to some of their episodes so I can get kind of a feel of the two girls. And I was like, oh, shit. I was telling South, these girls, they're sponsored by a dildo company. They're like, they're- It's a they're, sex <laughs> toy company. They're, they're banter. Same difference. They make more than dildos. Same fucking difference, right? So the same- Pocket pussies too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. let's get this straight. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, no, they were they were really cool. We brought up, actually, I think we got we talked about shreds for a minute and I was asked, asking them, they said, oh no, it's completely over. Like it's in, it's done. Like the, the company doesn't exist anymore. And they- <laughs> <laughs> I told him I said I, you know you're dead because they, they'd only been listening to the show I think for the last year or so I said a lot of people don't know unless you've been a, a, a diehard fan or been listening since day one or you've gone back and actually listened to all 600 episodes but we were the first motherfuckers to call out shreds and it, I told the girls on the show I said listen it wasn't like we were trying to hurt the business or call them out it was just, this our message was anti 
uh, anti what they they were a perfect example. Anti douchebaggery. Well, they were a perfect example. <laughs> just that, yeah. They were a perfect example of what we were talking about. Like the, this is the way you've been marketed to for so many years, and we're trying to be the change of that. And so we used them as an example a lot early on in when Mind Pump first started, and they were like, "Oh, blown away! They didn't know that." I was like, yeah, go back and listen to some of it's pretty funny. So to see where they're at now is hilarious. But what's even more hilarious is we get there, right? So they had it at their house is where they're at. When we roll, oh, no, up, we roll, we roll up to their place. You fucker. We're not even there about five minutes, right? We're just in their town. Yeah. This dude goes, takes a fucking shit in her bathroom, dude. <laughs> he shit in a girl's house. Bro, he shit in a girl's house. Wow. Within five minutes, we it were there. It wasn't even Bold a, move, so. No, it wasn't even five thank minutes. Thank God they had like the candles lit and shit going on in the house. Here's, here's what bro, happened. Bro, you could have clogged the and, toilet. No, right. no, no. Then no. Here's, here's what happened. We get there, and the whole place, it, it's super girled out. So it's like. It's girled out. It's sense. <laughs> yeah. There's just sense It was like everywhere. too much, so you had to shit, right? <laughs> Right? You had to man it's it just, up. It was just scents everywhere. It's like candles burning. There's like, you know, it just smells Fluffy like- Fluffy pillows oh, yeah. and white walls. Oh, it's, it yeah. smells really nice. Nice right. ambiance in there. Totally chicked out. So we go in there. Yes, you had to fuck it up. And this is what happened. Here's a true story. I know, you know, maybe the girls are listening right now. I apologize. <laughs> They're like, what are these streaks? Here, here, I'm hey, just bro, gonna keep it real. It's official now. I'm hashtagging uh, all your fucking photos. Shit break, bro. I you have like, now yes. taken- No, I didn't. No, no, no. No, bro. Shit break. No, 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 no. This is- you, so we, we walk in, we walk in, and oh, you, you, ever have, you ever have the moment where you're like, oh, shit, I got to fart. Yeah. And then you start to proceed to allow yourself to fart, but then you quickly realize- it's a little wet. There, you there's quick, more to come. Yeah. yeah you quickly realize you <laughs> got to shut the door because there's more. Yeah. There's something there. And I'm thinking to myself like, fuck, like- this is, the, this is the process that goes through my head. And I know every person has gone through this, so fuck you if you're making fun of me. <laughs> Everybody's gone through I'm thinking to myself like- I'm trying to calculate how long is the podcast can it be? How right. long will it take we get to get in the Uber back? Will I make yeah. it? If I get excited, you know. Yeah, will yeah. I be able to make it? Or is this one of those situations like I want to have a good podcast? I want to have a clear conscience. I want to like <laughs> clear my mind. And my asshole. So yeah. I go in their bathroom and I was fast, dude. That's why I didn't even know if I shit. I went fast. I didn't know you did. I actually had no idea. That's when, right. It wasn't uh, until, I don't think they know until now. No, well, asshole. and thank God you have a great fucking host, <laughs> co host with you that could carry the conversation that when we just first met and just kind of distract them for five minutes yeah, while like you're right in there. Right when you met, you're like, okay, you're where's your, your bathroom? Well, no, so I go in the bathroom <laughs> and there's already, there's already candles that are lit in there. And I they think have, you did an upper deck. They have bathrooms. No, you did upper decker? <laughs> no. that'd be terrible. Uncalled for. How funny would that be? I did that. Like, like the rivals. You know what I mean? Thanks for having us on your podcast. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> no. Um, Good luck with this. But anyway, the reason. Why, so here's the deal. Adam's angry. So why am I angry? Well, you're a very self-aware person, but that was a it was a major ego hit. What? When we got to the when we got to the expo. why? We, oh. So we walk into the expo. Oh, oh God! Yes. Listen, we walk, you mentioned this on text. Oh, I want to hear about this. Oh, this is a God. true story. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we walk as soon dude, as we he walk was in, glowing after. No, this I wasn't. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. Oh, All right, I was sad. I was sad. Sad for you. I was like, he can't take any more. We walk in. We walk in. And uh, the first person, so we're expecting maybe someone's going to re- recognize us. Who knows? Whatever. We don't care. We're walking in. Yeah. And this young lady r- walks in and she's like, oh my God, I love your show. I love listening to your show. You have the best podcast. And she goes on and on and on. And she goes, oh my God, can I take a picture? 
And we're like, yeah, absolutely. So she gives her phone to Adam. That was the second time, yes. <laughs> and she stands Dude, next to what me. What the hell? So it's just me and her taking a picture. She, the, when she and was, I, I didn't say anything for like five minutes. The whole minutes. time she was talking about your, she was saying your show and she was like talking to Sal and I'm standing right there next to him in my crutches, right? <laughs> and I'm just, we're like, I'm smiling and nodding my head, like, you know, but she, I can tell that the way she's talking about the show, yeah. she's talking to it and referencing it like as if it's Sal's show and I'm just kind of standing yeah. there. No, and I, I don't think she recognized you. Yeah, I don't new hour I, you know what i hope she's listening because what you did you actually gave your phone uh, to adam to take the picture with me <laughs> that wasn't so just some great. random dude that was pretty it was pretty uh, good that's epic. it was a good time it man. was that's how we started too that was like the yeah. first i believe that was the first person to take a photo right it was uh, the very first yeah person. the very first some other dude was yelling mind pump across the way when I, we were crutching up but when we once we got in that was the very first person that walked that's up and hilarious. i thought it's gonna be one of those trips huh yeah uh, that's- but yeah, you know, fantastic. shout out to Nina for setting up the whole thing and the cauliflower foods people. Uh, we did we shared a booth with them. They were handing right, out their, right. Oh, the girls their were pizza. there. They yeah. were there. Um, Packed. Yeah. Bro. I mean, uh, it's a oh, great product. Uh, so. uh, Isa's amazing. I don't even know. That's not, I know that's not your real <laughs> name, but I, but we love you. Yeah. She came in. Shout out to her. She's one of our OG fans. Shout out to Kira. She's another one of our fans. Might be blogging for us. Yeah. So we saw a lot of cool people out there. Um, come say hi, and I think next time we do it, I think we should like really let people know ahead of time and do something cool. Yeah. And disrupt, oh, next time we're gi- we're just giving away some shirts, bro. We're I might do- actually be there. You know, you guys. We're gonna. Oh, by the way, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yeah. everybody. By the way, I was talking shit. Yeah. Dude, oh, bro, first day, bro. Like yeah. four? No, more than that. At yeah. least ten people. Where's Justin? And then we tell him, oh, Justin's, you know, he's, he, yeah. you know, he's too, too cool for this. Yeah, we're like, oh, you know, he's, he's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. He's my favorite. He's my, oh, Justin's just my say favorite that one. It's a you know, guys. I got cool. No picture yeah, for you. Yeah, cool. Move along, bitch. Cool. Peace. There's people waiting. There's people waiting for me. And you can DM Justin. Yeah. <laughs> he's my favorite one. Oh, okay. oh really? Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 I appreciate you, fans. <laughs> you know, it was, I'm sorry I wasn't there. I'll be there for you. Next you're like time. the elusive, like yeah. member of the band. Yeah, you know, like I'm pretty cool, so you know, I'll be there one of these times. So I was fucking with Sal on the flight back. Right at first, I was fucking with him with the picture and stuff like that, having a good old time. And then we have this lady sit between us. Uh, she's 60 years old and uh, awesome lady. Yeah, very very cool. We had a great. We talked the whole flight um, and had a great conversation. You could tell very intelligent. Uh, and the way, and when she said she listened to podcasts, I'm like, oh, what podcast? And she goes, oh, political podcast. And I was like, oh, Ooh, and interesting. I and I and I look over at Sal, and I just kind of like raise my eyebrows because you know, you know, he's the politics guy, right? So, and she is, you can tell that she's got like a. Um, Berkeley background, oh, you know she's uh, rocking the Tevas, you uh, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's, uh, you know, she doesn't. She's look, an old. She's she a, doesn't look superficial. She looks. I mean, she definitely. She's a hardcore old school super liberal. Very earthy. Yeah, right. no, but like a hardcore super liberal. Back when you know they were the ones protesting for free and openly admitted yeah. too. She yeah. was. She was about yeah. it, man. And she and again, you so know, Adam's trying to get into politics. Talk. <laughs> yeah. like, what are you like, doing, bro? Oh, you guys should talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm like <laughs> we're sitting. We're sitting on a. Plane. It was so great to see. You know what's funny about him when it comes. The That's good. politics with things like that. What I've picked up on Sal, Sal, and this is what makes him so great at it is that he doesn't look to pick fights in that arena. Uh, he he would rather somebody pick a fight with him and then they get schooled, right? And then right. he and then he circles back around. But he's never looking. To, no, you're not trying to be a bully you're to the point to where points. I keep trying to get him yeah. to talk about it, and yeah. he's like. You know, totally avoiding it, being super PC about his political well, views. What, he's not sharing them whatsoever. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't really subscribe to this. And he's just like, he's being very vague well, about it. And it's not that I'm a hardcore conservative because I'm not that either. No, but you're what, not. What no. I do is I try to yeah. sit, I, when I talk to somebody who's 
suit who really identifies with a particular ideology in, in politics. You got to tiptoe around a well, little Well, not even tiptoe. I just try and find commonalities because yeah. I do have, I, oh, first of all, she's an old school liberal from Berkeley. She's probably pro-free speech, very much pro-free speech. Pro-cannabis. So, so, so we hit it off there. So nice. I know we can talk about that stuff and find So anyway, yeah, Adam was trying really hard to get. <laughs> to, he was trying to see how I maneuver that. Yeah, yeah, but it was. It was actually maneuvered very well. We ended up making a, a, a great friend on the plane. She, her son is into photography and editing. He's 20, nice. same age as us, and he's into health and fitness. So, uh, you That's know, cool. passed our number along and so said, maybe, maybe we'll get a chance to meet got you. Got a girl's phone number. Yeah, got a, got a, got a girl's phone <laughs> You know, what's funny, though, is we were, as we were, you know, talking about this. So, digits so, your way. So Adam's wow. doing, you know, his whole, like, he's doing his prezo, his presentation, right? My, you know, mind pump and this is what we do. <laughs> we're stamping. Oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, have you? I'm sure you've heard this, Justin. Uh, I have. All yeah. it ta- he did this to every fucking Uber driver and taxi driver. <laughs> yeah. All they have We're to do the is number be like, one fitness podcast. Yeah, what do you guys? Yeah, what do you? On so, iTunes. so what do you guys do? And I'm like, all right, here we go. Twenty minute, you know, presentation. Yeah. So he's doing this to this lady. Oh, we do media. That's what we talk. We like to merge health and wellness with yeah. fitness, and We're gonna be you know, bigger than Netflix. Yeah, fitness yeah. industry preys <laughs> on. Your, don't say that. <laughs> fitness Just industry preys on your insecurities, yeah. and you know, it's about loving your body. And it's like this long presentation and prezo about fitness and health and doing this whole thing and do we not win her over and i you know i love it but what's funny is she's like wow i'm gonna check out your podcast and so i'm like oh you know that's cool then she's talking about the podcast she listens to and she's like i really like this one podcast but i really hate the beginning of it because and she's talking about this political podcast because they just cuss all the time and they're really vulgar inappropriate she's like you don't need to do that to make your point that's so stupid when people do and i'm laughing so juvenile yeah because adam already sold the fuck out of mind pump so i'm laughing (laughs) And I'm looking at her, I'm like, well... This is where we get those two-star reviews. Like, you may not want to listen to my <laughs> oh, Or fast-forward the first 30 minutes, because we get pretty bad. Too. But then we, I told her, I said, you know, the cool part is we did have a lot of people, just like yourself, who gave us that feedback as we grew. You, you maneuvered yeah. that well, because I was expecting you to say something. I, I, I thought you were going to say something like, yeah, our older, our older fans don't like. That. <laughs> oh no, no, You've no! You've done that before. No, I said we we had a lot of we had a lot of intelligent fans like yourself that are there for the yeah. science and the information. They don't like the banter before, and you know. So what we figured out is, and but we have another half of our audience. Literally, it's almost an even split of people that don't give a shit about the science, but then enjoy the, yeah. the the banter and conversation early, right? So. You know, we came up with this formula where the beginning of every show, we kind of tell you that, hey, the first 23 minutes of the episode, Sal, Adam, and Justin get into talks like this. And then if you want to just get to the science, you can fast forward. She's yeah. like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, really cool. You she know might not ever, ever listen to this part right now. So. Yeah, so <laughs> you will never know. You know what else was cool is uh, Connor Murphy, our buddy Connor. Hey, who's, Connor. Uh, Shout a, out to our boy. He's a YouTube. Um, Sensation. Celebrity, right? Phenom. Yeah, the dude. The dude's two million guy. subscribers. Mm-hmm. I think, is it two million? Or he's or over million? two million. It's over a million for sure. Yeah, no, he's over two. I he believe. takes his shirt off, and millions of views happen. <laughs> yes, yeah. and um, he, you know, we we obviously interviewed him a while ago and talked with him. And smart kid, good looking kid, smart kid, a lot of potential. And he comes up to us while we're after we finish our talk, and this guy. He's a legit fan of the show. He's actually listened to over a hundred no episodes, which I like that because there's a lot of egos in the media, especially the the well, what we know, right, which is the digital media world, mm-hmm. where if you're really big, you don't necessarily listen to this thing over here or watch this thing over there because you're doing your own thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to have someone like him come up and be like a legit, like really love the show. He's listened to over a hundred episodes. Really fucking cool, man. No, and change some of his cool. views yeah. on fitness Very is really cool. cool. And then there were people coming up to us telling us 
like getting emotional talking about how um, so a lot of what we talk about has impacted them for the better. Mm-hmm. And then we come in today and read that letter. We got a letter from one of our fans. Who, wow. Yeah. That, that hit me in the feels, man. Hard. Dude. Um, I think we should have Doug read it, man. Yeah, you think, think so? Should. I can't even listen to it. It was very emotional, but yeah. a gentleman who, you know, fought addiction and depression. And uh, we, I guess, listening to our show helped him throughout that. And big shout out to that guy, man. He sent us a bottle of, what was that? Bottle of whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, bourbon. Bourbon. There yeah, you go. No, that was that was really cool, man. I tell you what, this this trip definitely. I think um, the most exciting part about it for me was to to realize that, you know what, we've we've been in our own little world over here and working on our own media shit and, and busy. But I think it's really important that we we get to these conventions and we get out there and we and sounds we, like it. Yeah, yeah. Until I, they kick us face out. to face. Because yeah. yeah. I told Sal, I'm not gonna lie, man. I was being, I was telling him when we were there. I was like, you know what, what is it? Why did I not? care too much about promoting it and and getting people there and i said you know if if i'm being honest with myself there was probably this bit of insecurity that you know how how what a douchebag i'm going to feel like if i tell all these people to come through here and we hype it up on the show like crazy and then there's like five or ten five or ten people out in the corner right right and one of them's my cousin right so like i was i probably there was a part of me that felt that way but to see the turnout with us not even really talking about it and realize like, wow, okay, we definitely have some people. Cause I'm not, dude, it's intimidating when you think about our message and going in there. I mean, we are outnumbered, yeah. not by a few, but by, by thousands inside oh, this it's place. Completely against the grain in there. Right. You know, so uh, if we're going to go into uh, enemy territory like that, talking shit about what these guys are all making their money on, I think, uh, I think it would feel good to have this big group of yeah. mind pump fans. So I think we'll, oh, I want to take it over. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to put some actually energy and money and time into the next one. And we're gonna make it just a fucking cool ass giving away shirts yeah. and sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Bring a cannon. Yeah, giving shit away, doing some live Q and A type stuff, man, and just yeah. having a good time and getting a chance to talk to people. Uh, we need to do more of that. I feel like we we don't get out. We spend so much time in here creating content. We don't get out there and, and touch people. Yeah, so. for in the you know for people real, where, who were asking like, where's Justin? Like Justin was. You were back here getting. Yeah, finishing up. Uh, Trying to be productive, man. Our yeah. next uh, new program that'll be coming out, which yeah. is fucking awesome. And you yeah. were here, you you guys. I mean, you guys hammered it out mm-hmm. in all a, day long, in yeah. a day, right? Yeah, you also day. knocked out the the shirts, right? So, yep. you know, a lot of people may not know this. One of uh, the Mind Pump uh, team New Year's New Year's resolution is to. Uh, put a little bit more energy into the apparel line and start to grow that. And so, as in a commitment to that, you know, Justin's kind of taking hold of that with the designers. And you know, we're going to try and release a a mm-hmm. new piece every week this year. So yeah, uh, that starts up pretty soon here. Yeah. So I have yeah, I have a, a a bunch of designs in the hopper, and I just want to make sure this is nice and consistent, and you guys can kind of look forward to that. Like it's a new. A new week, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and try and start this launch sequence, and and we're doing get them these all out to you guys, and we're doing them all limited, limited edition. So we'll come so, out with X amount. Yeah, and if you guys really, really like a design or a print, I really want the feedback, and 
I want you guys involved with this. So obviously this is, you know, oh, the first a, one's dope. I've already army. saw the first one. The first one's cool. I love yeah. that you went the podcast hard angle. And so that's, I had to throw that one in there. I thought that was kind of a yeah. cool no, no, that's, a, that's a great yeah. one to kick off. We the should year. send a copy of one of uh, a copy, uh, a, a shirt of one of those with 12 of our podcasting friends because of what it says. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's, I already have that plan. That so happen. that's, that's, uh, that's going to, that's going to happen. The so other I'm thing, excited about that. Yeah. That's awesome. The other thing that was pretty fascinating was, um, because really the last time we were out and really talking to people about podcasts was, well, we did Paleo Effects and the before that had been a while. And I used to hear relatively regularly when I would ask people if they listen to podcasts that they didn't even know what a podcast was. I don't get that anymore. Everybody listens to podcasts. Yeah, I mean, it's become really more mainstream growing. for sure. It's yeah. really growing. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I, I mean, I, I still, I think I got to start changing the way I ask people because I still have that do you know what a podcast? Before I even tell them what we do, I there's go, a button on your phone, right? Do you know what know a know that. podcast yeah. is? But yeah. uh, more and more people now, I, I ask that question to, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, no, I listen to." It. Oh, cool, you do. I wonder if Spotify has helped with that too, because now, like, you can actually find it on. If it hasn't, I know it will eventually, because yeah. we've. I mean, you see what's going on on our forum, and and people are saying like, "Man, Spotify is so much easier for me." I'm, I'm sorry, but I love it. Yeah, I I'm I, listening. That's what I use every time now. <clears throat> do you no? use it to yeah. listen, to our bro? Show? It's just yes. easy. it's faster, faster, and like. It connects. iTunes is, yeah, right yes, away. it connects right away. You can see the episodes easier on Spotify that way, the display. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, some yeah. of my favorites have I don't know if that's a good thing yet, for but... us to be telling the audience that because it'll probably <laughs> drive our iTunes numbers down and then we'll rank know, lower. Right? But to be honest, man, the but spot. But our Lipson numbers will still be the same. So it's all good. Yeah, Lipson will be the same. But I mean, as far as our ranking on iTunes, that it could, will be, go. could yeah. be counterproductive. I for still us use to... the iTunes ones. Uh, iTunes ones. So I, yeah. I, but I haven't tried the Spotify version yet. Yeah. But I'm also a Spotify user, too. I, like here's what I see. Yeah, me too. I see Spotify getting into the podcasting world or, or having podcasts is less about them trying to boost it up and more about them recognizing that this is a growing market. And it's gonna just cause competition because for sure Apple's a do not Apple is a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. They're a beast, and you know once they see that oh shit this market's starting to do whatever They'll just put and look money at our in it and bolster put, it, put yeah. more money in and bolster it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. no, I, I believe that. I believe that. I just hope it doesn't go bad for us when it does happen because right now we yeah. have a lot of freedom with what we say on the podcast, how it works. Like there's no, we don't have a lot of rules that well, we, that's why I like that we're, you know, on other platforms too. So right. That's right. Super dependent on one. It's but, pretty yeah. decentralized. So it's different than YouTube where YouTube is like, yeah, but only you, show and tell. Almost. I know, but YouTube YouTube's was like that also. Now, right. Yeah. YouTube. Well, used now to, they are. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying yeah, though. I'm saying that that's scary, the, the fear is that does, does iTunes go that direction too? We saw them oh. launch their TV now. This Dude, year, right? that just, is that crazy? Did you guys see the shit with, uh, uh, Logan Paul right now. Uh, oh yeah, what happened with that? He, he posted did, like a dead body. Did you or watch something? it? No. So the the kid goes to man. He is getting the fucking heat yeah. right now. Yeah, he's getting smashed. The he. I almost feel like there's people that are like intentionally like trying to really. I mean, hit the video. Yeah. Clips of the video have millions of views. So other people are picking back. So much pull this kid has. It's crazy to me. Wow. That think about that. His video. His pull is so big. <clears throat> that you make a review video of his video. Yes, you make a review video of his video and you get millions of views. That's fucking insane to me, right? So, anyways, yeah, that's, that's beside new, the point. Yeah. He did this video. He went to was it Japan? Japan, it's, there's a famous forest 
Oh, the called, Suicide Force. The Suicide Force. How did you know about that? I've just known about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't. I've never heard of it before, and I guess it's a famous place where a lot of people commit suicide. Yeah. And he went, and I guess the his intentions were to go there, make a funny documentary. Not, well, just to make it about the ghosts and it's spooky and scary. How do, and, a, how do you make it funny? Not funny, but more about the spookiness and the scariness oh, of it. Oh, I see. Right. But they actually ran into a dead body. Oh, shit. And, you know, they were calling the cops and he was really he was really scared about it. And so I don't necessarily think, I think the, the, the mistake he made was was putting it on. Putting the video on, right? Like, like releasing it, releasing it, because yeah. you could tell they're like, "Oh fuck, we need to call the cops." Yeah, that like, was a mistake. But him putting it on was kind of a mistake because it comes across as self promotion, mm-hmm. versus like if he just sent it to a news agency and had the news agency. Yeah, I don't and know. They release it. That'd be yeah. yeah. So people which went is after stupid him. by him because if if the desired outcome was to still get traffic from it, he could have done the right thing and he still would have got it. Yeah. Because yeah. if you would have dropped that to a news anchor, the news, of course, the news people would have told the story. Yeah, it. YouTube star Logan Paul does this, and then he probably could have done a follow-up video talking all about That's right. it. That's right. And he probably could have saved, but saved it's, his it's, image. It's but it's touchy because it's hard hmm. to understand when you're in that world where you're showing people everything and everything yeah, you do. so transparent. Yeah, and, and everybody yeah. loves what you do. Like, yeah. you, and, and you know, he, he was genuinely, I feel like they were genuinely in the video, like, oh shit, what's going on here? You know, I don't think they planned it, but... I think a lot of people said, you know, he was sensationalizing it, taking advantage of it. Right. Plus, he's also gotten busted in the past for kind of being a little racist uh, in his videos and no, stuff. No, that's his little brother, I think, that got nailed for that. <laughs> yeah, or him making, like, he was in Japan kind of making fun of the culture. And, you know, the, the, the everybody's super sensitive about that stuff now, too. So, yeah, he's getting fucking taken down. Hmm. That's the thing that's crazy about this new social media celebrity is that you can rise very quickly but you can fall just as fast, if not faster, than anything I've ever seen because oh, and, they don't and, have like publicists and stuff like the like the other people did, you know, on on TV and stuff. Oh, and and people, the 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 bigger you are, the more targets you have on your back, man. I tell you what, like, I mean, it was one of the things that we we talked about when we first started this. Like, no matter what, like, listen, the the transparency thing is so important because eventually someone's going to hate and find stuff out. So if you put something out there, I, I doubt you're going to put something out there that I haven't fucking talked about. Like I haven't right. put put out about myself already. So, cause I, and I think a lot of that part of our motivation was knowing that and thinking like that, you know, this is partially not only are we being honest and sharing, but then we're also protecting ourselves that, Listen, asshole! I already said that yeah. about me. So Brought that up. You're not yeah, fucking, covered it. You're right, right. You're not uncovering anything big about me. I've already admitted to that or said that. So, yeah, it's. Just, I mean, it's a scary place to be for somebody when you get that much that much power. That so much many control. eyes on him. Yeah, right. It'll be it, interesting it, to see crazy. how he how he handles and navigates that. Let's bring on the media bird. Let's go, bird. Bring it on. This quaz brought to you by Organifi. For those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory-tested certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk-free for 60 days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And use the coupon code MINDPUMP for 20% off at checkout. First up is Cody Phillips, 1791. I recently injured my Achilles tendon and it sucks because I'm scared to do anything because I don't want to tear it. I was wondering what Adam has been doing as far as recovery and aiding the healing process. Oh, shit. Well, uh, injured and and torn is probably a a different scenario here. So I don't know how how bad this guy did his Achilles. I'm in a fucking boot for the next six to eight weeks. 
So there's not a lot of rehabbing going on. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what the doctor and I talked about. The, one of the things he was most impressed about when I got there was how, how much the inflammation was down for such a bad injury already. And But that was just me knowing that as soon as it happened, I literally went home, elevated it, and I have a back from my knee surgery. I had got a... Um, what are those called? The normatic yeah. ice machines? Oh, the one that just keeps pumping cold, cold yeah, ice. That yeah. way you don't, uh, you know, you can just keep it on forever, right? So I strapped that on, or wrapped it around my ankle and foot and up my calf and and got it elevated and was just, I was living on the ice constantly and elevating. And that's helped that. Uh, and then I was kind of mobilizing it and doing like circles and the alphabet with my foot to just kind of get it used just to Just doing that. what you can, basically. Yeah, doing what I can. But actually the doctor t- uh, told me st- to stop doing that and that because there there is so much damage there that he wants to keep it in a fixed position to help speed up the scar tissue buildup. I was going to say, that's usually the protocol, right? Is they get you a certain like angle of the boot and then they slowly kind of like change the angle. Yeah. So uh, I have month a by month. Exactly. I have a, uh, I think we started with like a 30 degree plantar flexion in, in the heel and there's these little risers that are about a quarter inch and then he's just slowly chipping them off. But I'm also, you know, uh, here's a time where, okay, great. We got a sponsor Organifi that carries turmeric. I don't really use turmeric that much uh, in on a regular basis, but I am now because of anti-inflammatory. Right, it's an anti-inflammatory. So that, and I have we now have the gold juice. So now that I have those, I'll start using that because it tastes amazing. It's even better than doing like the pill form. So you know, I'll be doing that. Um, So right now, there's not a lot that I'm doing, but I will just so this guy knows. I'm going to document this process. I will be heading over to see Brink. And we'll be doing the the red light therapy on it. We'll be getting into the cryo on it and laser stuff. Like, so I will be doing some things to treat it, and then I will be doing. I'm not going to go to physical therapy. I'm going to do all my own rehab, and I can share some of the things that I, I start doing once that process happens. But right now, I'm I'm so freshly injured that there's not a lot of things that I'm I'm doing right now that uh, is that's related to rehab. It's more about protecting it, letting the scar tissue uh, build up and letting it heal. So when when I hear I, I I know I totally fully understand why doctors will say don't move something at all. And I think part of it is rooted in the older mentality or which dare I say is a little bit outdated where if you have uh, something that's injured acutely, that you shouldn't touch it and you shouldn't move it at all because if you do, then it's going to slow down uh, the healing process. I think part of that comes from the average person, when they come in with an injury and you tell them, God forbid you tell them to move a little bit, they don't understand how much to move or how far to push or ranges of motion. And so they tend to re-injure themselves or cause more problems. Now, in the case of someone like you, who you know you're you're you you know your body you're you've been in fitness for a long time you understand correctional exercise you understand your limits you know what good and bad pain is far more than the average person the studies will show that movement facilitates and accelerates healing even in acute injuries yeah. now the key is knowing how much movement right and how so depending on the acute the, how acute the injury yeah, is threshold is there right so you sitting there moving your foot around, not pushing it to the edges, but just moving it around, it's only going to accelerate healing. And the the studies are now supporting this. 
The other thing is this. Here's uh, a lot of people talk about how tough it is to heal from an injury, but what a lot of people don't talk about is after the injury he is healed, you are now in a secondary situation, and I believe that secondary situation is the uh, is the the cause of most of the chronic problems that people have after an injury. It's not the injury itself. Like I break my leg, I tear me Achilles, my Achilles partially, I have a partial tear in my pec, whatever, and I immobilize it or and I let it heal. And then when I go to move and stuff, I've got poor recruitment patterns and tightness that's now developed as a result. For example, we'll talk about your Achilles. Your foot now is fixed in this, you know, almost 90 degree angle, maybe not quite 90 degrees, right? They have it, they put a slight heel on it. Yeah, so it's, it's about a 30 degree plantar. Th- 30, okay, so 30 degree plantar. Your calf, your soleus, your all the muscles that support the ankle, your tibialis muscle are frozen. If you were to put your foot completely frozen in that position, they eventually become frozen in that position. Your central nervous system now becomes uncomfortable with lengthening or shortening out of that position because it, it, you're stuck. It now creates you're st- governing system around that. Around that. Yeah. So I think the best thing you could do if you know what you're fucking doing, which I think Adam does for sure, is move it a little bit and then do some massage on the affected muscles, not on the injury. And the reason why I say doing massage is because when you press on a muscle and, a, and, uh, and improve on what's called the pliability, you, studies will show that that does uh, improve or at least uh, contribute to some flexibility. It's not quite as good as stretching when you're trying to get range of motion, but it is causing the CNS to 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 you know um, to to feel stuff that's happening and prevent so much tightening. So I would say massage the muscles that may be affected as long as you're not near the injury or hurting yourself. So like in this case, calf massage, soleus massage, uh, uh, maybe your uh, your tibialis massage, and then slight, very slight movement or just activating the muscle and flexing the muscle a little bit. That'll make you heal uh, faster because the old model of like don't move, leave it, um, I think has caused uh, definitely it's the safe route because you're not going to re hurt it, right? But it caused a lot. I mean, how many times have you guys had clients who came to you who are like, oh, I had shoulder surgery, you know, four years ago, and they still have like terrible dysfunction in their shoulder? Yeah, well, that's where I think I think there's less. I think right now going through the first like four weeks of this injury and, and, and hoping that we get the scar tissue to build up as fast as possible is is one thing. And then I think the rehab process is a whole nother thing because that to me is where most, I think that's where the biggest mistake is. I think the biggest mistake is not the... Well, it's all part of the rehab process. Yeah, but I, I don't think the not mobilizing it as much when the injury first occurs is as detrimental as the way people rehab, in my opinion. In my opinion... The biggest mistakes are made during the rehab protocol and the lack of attention to detail in when you're getting back to your movements because you have been frozen in this fixed position. I have no doubt in my mind that after I get done from having a boot on my foot for six to eight weeks that I have changed recruitment patterns. There mm. will be this new learning curve. Oh, that, dude, just watching you stand because you've right. got an elevated foot right. that's higher than the other one. So yeah. now your hips have to shift. Right. It's affecting your back right. and all that. Yeah. Other stuff. So, and, and I don't think in that six to eight week time that, you know, if I didn't do enough mobilizing of the foot, I'm going to have done, set myself that far back. It's what I do going forward to me that where I think a lot of, because then a lot of, because what happens is just like what you're saying and what the point you're trying to make is that a doctor 
tells somebody that and then they hear that and they're like, well, my doc said don't yeah. move it, don't do anything about it. So not only do you not do it during the whole healing process, but even when it heals after that, well, you're still really yeah. careful not to you're move You're naturally going to have to change your recruitment patterns because you're going to have to favor it for a while right. until you can actually apply you know, that amount of force and pressure like uh, substantially to it. So, um, you know, it, it, it's sort of somewhere in the middle where, yeah, you have to you have to have a good knowledge of how to do that uh, and, and have a background in like knowing your thresholds. But obviously mobilizing it will help to, to facilitate, you know, the recovery quicker. Well, and I'll tell people when and how I do that right now, because I, I don't agree with well, I don't now, especially after confirming with the doctor, because I was kind of, you know, mobilizing it more. And he was one who told me like, no, I want you to be in a fixed position more to let it heal faster. And that is this, is that when I take the boot off and I ice, I bring down the inflammation that already allows more range of motion because the inflammation comes down. And then I do, I just do like these circles with my ankle or when I go to bed and the boot is off and I'm laying in bed and stuff like that. It Has allowed- it gotten real swollen after you've done like a couple sessions like that? No, because uh, I do it post right after ice. So I'm, okay. I, I'm, it's kind of like, so your icing is 20, 20 on 20 off type of deal. Right. So I'll be like watching TV or something. Ice elevate the inflammation comes down. I take it off, let it breathe for a little bit while I'm letting it breathe. I'm kind of just doing these little movements and just, some of them are just like wiggling my toes. I just want to stay connected down there yeah. more than anything. Like mm-hmm. me, me trying to push the range of motion and, and no, for, it's and, not a pressure thing. It's just the right. Right. And, no, I yeah. think, I think that's a good thing. I think yeah. you're only going to accelerate uh, the yeah, healing I process. So too. It's also I why I choose to be on crutches or walk on it too, opposed to you've seen those little scooters. And I had people oh, yeah. DM me like, oh, you should just do one of those those little scooters. They're oh my awesome. God, terrible. Yeah, no, and I'm like, no, that's even worse. Like it's worse for me to use one of those scooters and really like you want to make sure because atrophy is going to happen too. You, yeah. I'm not I'm not putting a lot of weight on it because I'm shifting more of my weight to the dominant side. So I'm already at a disadvantage there. I put it on a fucking scooter. Dude, I'm really going to send that signal. The bottom line is when, <laughs> when, you, when you have a hammer, everything's a fucking nail. Everything looks like a nail. And when you go to your surgeon and you have a problem they are surgery. They understand that it's not malintent. Oh, dude, before I went, so so I don't know if I told you or I shared this on air or not, but before I went and so Brink, Dr. Brink was the one who hooked me up with the doctors and I said, uh, he hooked me up with an MRI somewhere and then we went to another place to go see the doctor and I said, uh, uh, orthopedic surgeon and I said to Brink, I said, hey, listen, dude, in my experience, uh, I always, I know the doctors are always going to lean towards surgery because that's what they're profession. If you're an orthopedic surgeon, you went to fucking school to be badass at fucking doing surgery. That's what you know. Yeah, at badass at doing surgery. And so you, like you're saying, you look at everything like a nail that, listen, it, it's broken. I can fix it. And even if it's not fully broken, I can still do some good for it. Mm-hmm. And so they still recommend surgery. And so I told him, I said... I do not want to have surgery. It is a unless I want, it's absolutely necessary. yes. Unless a doctor says to me it's absolutely. And I knew that I still had some of the ligament there because I did have some movement there. So I knew it wasn't completely severed and gone. So I, I believe that hey, there's definitely potential that I can rehab this myself and bring it back. So he's doctors telling me. So I know that uh, Brink has kind of prefaced it already to him. So you could just tell by the way he's speaking to me, like mm-hmm. you know. So surgery's not necessary, necessary, yeah. Yeah. but I do recommend it. He says I recommend it for because you. He says you do have a lot like of damage. Still, he yeah. laid me on the. He laid me. He laid me on the table face down. And he and he did this test to show Katrina, and he went on my good calf and he went down and he like would squeeze my calf all the way down to yeah, my ankle. Pulled your ankle. Yeah, and you see and you'd see my my foot move. 
and he went to the left side, and there's no movement, no response. Flip right. all the way, all the way down, and my foot just laying there like a fucking dead fin. And so he's like, you know, you definitely have a good amount of damage that's been done in there, and I would recommend surgery and this and that and this, and it would it would decrease the chances of you re-injuring it. So now, if I'm a normal patient, I hear that you're I'm scared. A, I'm scared, mm-hmm. and I say fuck yes. Yeah. But the response to that that I tell people they should do, and what I did was said. Well, what is the percentage? You know, what how what, how but, substantial? Yes, how substantial? What if I have surgery? How much is that going to increase my, or mm-hmm. decrease the chances of mm-hmm. me doing that? He says maybe somewhere between five to fifteen percent. <laughs> I'm like, I'll fucking take my chances. <laughs> of course, yeah. right? Yeah. Five to fifteen percent chances, knowing and, my and that's what I have. mean. And that's what I mean. Yeah. They're a hammer. Everything looks like a nail. Uh, but I do I, shout out to the doctor. Doctor Murray was who the doctor was. And I know I do who he respect, is. He's a badass. Yeah, no, he was. He, he, I know who he is because I my gym was in Los Gatos and I heard about him, and he's a badass orthopod. Yeah. But you know, orthopods know they don't know anything about rehab. They don't. They're not supposed to. They understand surgery, which is what you want them to know. You go get surgery. You want that dude or that girl or whatever to be awesome at yeah, it. That's right. But they don't know rehab. They don't know any of that stuff. They understand surgery. They know pre-op, post-op. And that's pretty much it. So when you go in with the problem that they may have a solution to, their solution is going to be surgery. And this is part of the problem. Like you, you know, I'll tell you what, man. I like I said, I've talked about this before, but I had a family member that had cancer. She was terminal. We go to the the oncologist, and the oncologist basically is like, okay, we can try this this chemo regime. Um, and uh, they didn't expect me to ask ask questions. And I'm like, okay, well, how much longer is this gonna? How much longer will this have her survive? Well. The literature shows that- Yeah, first they say, well, we don't know. Yeah, well, we don't know, but the literature, I don't know, maybe like, uh, maybe a few weeks to a month. And so that's important to fucking know because if I'm fighting- consider that. Dude, if I'm fighting terminal cancer and I'm going to be on this fucking hardcore chemo regime and I may live another, you know, month, but I'm sick as hell and I'm just feeling like garbage and, you know, maybe my quality of life is reducing, it might not be worth it. So it's important to know. So, you know, the question you asked, Adam, was perfect. Like- what are my chances of re-injuring it if I don't get, uh, what are the increase of chances if I don't get surgery? Five to 15%. Well, you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like I know how to rehab really well. I right. understand correctional exercise. I think that's a great, those are great statistics. I, so do I. I think it's, and I think just simply knowing that, because uh, I told him I was very open to about the whole testosterone thing. I said, man, I had no idea until... Uh, until this happened, that having low testosterone, that I was at a higher risk. He says, well, yeah, absolutely. He says high or low testosterone will do it. So, so even high, he says, well, you are at a higher risk to have an Achilles injury just like uh, than being normal. So. Yeah, really high testosterone uh, because your your strength goes up so quickly in your yeah. muscles, your tendons- the contrast there. Your so, tendons and yeah. ligaments, they don't have time right. to catch and up. Right, and that one I've always known, right? So yeah. I've always been aware of- You're generating that. so much power. Right, I've right. been aware of that, and I've seen that happen to many guys in the gym who tear a pec or something or bicep, because they're yeah. doing steroids and they fucking- are doing way more weight. Their, their, their yeah. muscles can handle it, but their ligaments and joints and tendons they're cannot. They're usually just so st- like, whoa, this is happening, and then they just keep ramping it right. up without thinking right. about it. Right. Yeah. No, I had, a guy, tissue. I had a cousin who, you know, benching 400 pounds, you know, and just literally ripped ripped his pec right off, man. It was just oh. yeah, forever, forever. I saw a quad. I saw someone rip a quad. Forever, uh, fuck. Right off of their foot, p- patella. But I, I shoot up into the dude's hip. To, it was uh, fucking horrible. For Cody's answer, I will, uh, I will document this. I will share this. As of right now, I, I mean, I'm sick right now too, so I haven't even got a chance to get back to like lifting my upper body and doing things like that in the gym. 
I'll, I'll get if those that follow me on Instagram know that my story's been a little weak lately, and that's just because I've been fucked up lately, and we've been traveling and a lot going on. But I will get to that, and I will definitely share that. Next question is from the hungry trainer. Your thoughts on the resistance tubes and bands that a lot of girls are wearing around their thighs during their leg workouts these days. That's hilarious. So, uh, first off, love, absolutely love resistance bands and tubes. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Hip circles are great, yeah, man, for primers. They're fantastic tools, and like all tools, you if you use them right, they've got a great purpose. If you use them wrong, they're at best a waste of time. At worst, you can cause uh, imbalances or lots of issues. Now, here's why I like tubes. I like bands and tubes because they're very versatile, and the type of resistance that they provide is very different from the resistance you'll get from a machine or from free weights. Mm -hmm. It's progressive resistance. Obviously, the further out you stretch a tube, the harder it gets. So it gives you that kind of ramp up, you know, feature that it's, it's cool about Follows them. Your strength curve a little bit more a, specifically. A little bit more, and it doesn't it doesn't seem to cause nearly as much muscle damage. I've done, I've actually done full heavy, heavy just tube workouts, um, and you just don't you just don't damage muscle and, and hammer your CNS like you do with free weights, which is a good thing because you can add them to workouts and not and, and still send somewhat of a muscle building signal. Well, you understand what this guy is saying, though, as far or girl, I don't know yes. who it is, is saying how they're using it, right? Yeah. They're using it wrong. Yeah. They're just like leaving it on there thinking that their glutes are always going to be firing. Yeah, well, they're just put, they're typically what putting around their knees and mm -hmm. so that they have to kind of push I've out. I've seen girls do that with like leg press. They but still we, have it on, then they get yes. up, then they squat, then they go to this, to that, to the other. You got to explain, though, here's the deal. Like there's there is a reason why you feel it. So I know there's girls are listening right now I'm like i don't care what mind bump says when i do that <laughs> my yeah. fucking ass gets sore I like get, crazy so and a part of that is that's your 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 glute mead kicking in to keep the knees opened up mm -hmm. so when you do a leg press you go to do a squat and because you have a band on there it forces you to activate your glute mead before you even get into the squat so before you even get into the squat before you get in the leg press you're already activating the you're glute mead. Your knees you're out. pushing your knees out and you have to do that because you have a band around it so and a lot of people, this is something that they have a problem with. One of the most common things that you see with someone who leg presses or squats is the caving in of the knees. And even some people that don't have it bad still have it slightly. And what that is, is the glute meat is somewhat turned off in a sense. So they're not firing it properly. The beautiful part is if you actually learn to squat with good depth and good form and know that part of the cues are keep your knees from collapsing in, you squatting with some good weight and actually actively thinking about keeping your knees open will develop that glute mead just yeah, like you, you want along give, the way. I'll give you an example of when this would be a bad idea. And this is relatively rare. I'm going to use an extreme example because you see this sometimes in the regular population. But I've trained dancers. I've trained ballet dancers and... Uh, you know, classically trained dancers. And when you're a dancer, especially in ballet, you do a lot of hip abduction. This is where the leg goes out and separates from the body, where the legs go out from the body. So it's like, it's like abduction would be like that good girl, bad girl machine where you're pushing your knees out or whatever. Mm -hmm. when, whenever I've trained dancers, their knees don't cave in. Their knees go out. And it turns into, everything we do turns into a sumo squat or a plie yep. where no matter, if I try to keep them pointing straight, the knees point out. It would be disastrous to put a band yep. around this person's legs because what you'd be doing is you would making you would be making the imbalance. You're exaggerating. Way worse, yeah. where their feet want to turn out and knees want to turn out. So that's just an example of how just throwing bands around your knees because you're like I feel this more in my butt might not be a good idea. 
Bands are great for correction, and what you want to do is you want to add resistance towards the direction that you're weak in, so that you have to constantly keep, you know, uh, you know, be mindful of that tension. The other thing you can do with bands is you can do them in between your workouts, like we like we talk about in our programs. Maps Anabolic, in particular, we recommend trigger sessions, and we recommend using bands for those trigger sessions because they're really effective uh, in that context. But in this particular sense, I, I don't know about you guys, but well, I rarely see people using bands right in the gym. Yeah, and, and even then, like you're using an external like uh, trigger for that, right? You're, you're, you need that signal provided. After a while, you get dependent on that for you to right. fire, you know, properly. In order for it to fire. In order you for need, it you to need fire. A resistance, so, right. you know, like you got to just be mindful of like what you're teaching your body for all these different movements. And like, is this coming intrinsically? Can I produce force on command and, and in the right direction? Uh, with with each one of these like compound movements, or do I need assistance from some kind of a right. external force? Simple way to simple way to to still use this more effectively, right? Would be you can you could pre exhaust the glute meads by doing some you know tube walking, right? For example, tube walking is going to get a, the glute. So now you woke them up, right? Woke them up. You feel what's being activated while you're doing it. And then you go into your squat or leg press movement. And while you're doing it, you're already actively thinking about that part of the glute while you do it. And you're going to, and it's going to help. I promise. Yeah. I think where I notice girls that feel this the most and get sore and they, so this, obviously this is where they, Oh, I got sore. So it, they've connected that to it's super effective are the ones that only squat down to about 90 degrees. There you go. They do these short little pumping squats and they have bands around their knees and they're not taking, they've been doing quad type of squatting for so long. Now all of a sudden they put a band around their they knees, do fixed angles with a Smith machine yes. and they don't actually yes. Yeah, yes. stabilize any of their joints if you learn to if, listen if you are a good squatter let me tell you if you're a girl trying to build your ass if you are a good squatter by meaning good range of motion good form and you focus on strength you will build your ass better than any fucking fancy you know glute thing and that is including even like our boy brett Contreras, who puts out the hip thrust and all that. that's all great that's that's dandy and those will help and those will help build you but i'll tell you right now if you don't squat properly and you only come down to 90 degrees and you stop there and the bands have been your answer to get more glute activation. It is important. That we got to say this, though. Uh, if you do squat low, you got to have good control. Yeah. I just don't want a bunch of people you hearing have this. You tension be, in it. Yeah, no, I don't want a bunch of people like, oh, tension. I'm going to go all the way down. No, you got to. Yeah. The point of being a great squatter is, is learning that you may, you may not be capable of that right now. I was not a good squatter two years ago. I was not able to go all the way down. I consider myself a pretty good squatter now. I don't think I'm great by any means at all. And I'm definitely not somebody to be like, that guy's the squatter. But I for sure have addressed a lot of the issues that I had that kept me, that limited me from being a good squatter. And nothing has developed my legs and my butt more than being just able to do that. being able to do that, working on. So put all your energy and effort. And we do, a, look, our butt, our butt builder bundle includes a modification in it where we we program out how to get these things to fire properly so that when you do your squats and stuff, they actually work and go lower and you can activate the glutes and get everything to work the way it's supposed to. Right, that's right. And all our bundles this month, we're hooking people up with a free shirt. So if you're, you're already looking in this direction anyways, check out the butt builder bundle, get hooked up with a free Ooh, tea too. Gotcha. Next question is from Andrea Malecki. What do you think about cycling different diets seasonally in a health conscious but also experimental way? For example, high fat keto bone broth diets in the winter, paleo in the fall, vegan in the spring, and carb cycling in the summer. I love it, dude. This is yeah. a, I love it. This a is uh, now, 
there is some science to point that this might actually be a good strategy. Nothing specifically, but they do show that people who live in colder climates, for example, do in their native diets do tend to contain higher levels of certain fat soluble vitamins Mm -hmm. like vitamin D because, uh, and they probably evolved to do this or it worked out that way because they're not getting a lot of sun. So like if you're, you live in Greenland, uh, you may eat a lot of these, you know, you know, cod liver or, you know, these, these organ meats from these, you know, animals that are, that are native there that tend to be very high in things like vitamin D where in the, where in the summer you just go out in the sun. I think this is, I really think that this is a smart uh, theory. Mm-hmm. I really do because- It falls the seasons. It just makes, yeah, a lot of sense. One of the reasons why humans can eat so differently and get away with eating so differently. We were just, we were just. Uh, what was that video, Adam, you were seeing where that guy's like, I'm going to be eating just meat for the next year. Oh, there's some guy right now that's a full hundred. He's been a- Carnivore. A year he's been a he carnivore. He's on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I listened to that. What was his name? Do you know his name? I don't remember. I remember. He's a doctor, name. yeah. Yeah, this guy's been eating 100% meat for, yeah. for the last year. Now, uh, is that ideal long-term? No. Can you get away with it? You probably could if you're healthy. The, Our the, bodies are amazing. The yeah. human body, listen, we were, we were we traveled Listen, I got, I got away with eating three protein bars and two shakes every fucking day for fucking years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For like 10 years, bro. <laughs> you didn't die. Yeah, and I didn't die. So yeah, you, you could right. do- I would have been the best. Yeah, but. right. You could do a lot of shit for a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, th- I mean we have a very non-specific diet, unlike a lot of animals. Some animals are very specific with the, what they eat, like you know whales. They'll just eat plankton, or and this particular animal will only eat this type of fruit. Humans were hunter gatherers. We spread out all over the place. Sometimes it was freezing cold, and there was zero vegetation, zero fruits, and zero roots. And all we did was eat what we hunted. So we probably went carnivore for you know periods of time, or just got fish for periods of time. There was other times when I'll tell you what: if you're a hunter gatherer and you're looking to hunt and you find a shit ton of fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds you ain't going to hunt no cuz it's right there i don't need to chase it down you're it's not dangerous that in. i'm just going to eat this and chill because that's safe so humans can do well on lots of different types of foods and it was it's very likely that our diets uh cycle not just likely i can i bet money on it that our diets cycled through the seasons because of what grew around us you yeah. know at sometimes you know it was available absolutely well i know so this makes perfect sense i know andrea is in our forum i would love to see you do this yeah. and document it and share it here's the thing for i just Wasn't think she on that show yeah on That's the right uh, with steve austin yeah, yeah 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 so i think that she's a badass she's i a think badass, this yeah. is a an awesome idea it would be a fun experiment to do it's something that i would love to do this i the the part that i'm kind of realistic with is i know that that's a major commitment. That's a major commitment to stick to that in seasons. And, and it's funny because it's it, the reason why it's a major commitment is because modern lifestyle like makes it too easy. I can fucking eat whatever right. I want. It makes it too easy to be one or the other, right? Like if you, you might find out like you're going keto and you're like, man, this is just worked really good with my lifestyle. But you're like, oh shit, winter's over. Now I got to switch over to paleo. This is different now, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, the irony is that ba- we evolved that this is the way we had to eat because that was all that was available. Mm-hmm. Where now eating the way that we evolved actually would be really challenging New world problems. because we have so much of I, I would not be surprised if a diet book 
that's that's so I would that, love that to a, I would love to write one around bro, this. Bro, th- I'll tell you what. Because if there's something that I okay, that's we, got all that's got sales all over we, we, it. It's we, got all the freaking Oh, like, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's the a, hooks it's, and everything. It is a brilliant brilliant guide or a book to write because I we talk we just talked about it at the convention. It, someone asked one of the questions that was asked to Sal and I was, "Well, what diet do you guys follow or how do you eat?" And I said, you know, we don't subscribe to one diet and, and we and we don't believe that anybody should s- subscribe to one diet unless you have a specific condition where one sure, of them, sure. you're right? Other than that, you sh- we should all be searching for all the different foods and that when you follow a, a protocol- Yeah, because even what works best isn't always going to be the case. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I think something, if I were to subscribe to a way of eating- uh, rotating in and out. Of- I, I kind of do that naturally, but I don't match the seasons. Andrea, Andrea's brilliant, by the way, the way she put to, put this together, because for sure in the winter, if you're eating what's around you, it's probably going to be high fat, keto, you know, animal based, paleo in the fall, vegan in the spring, and carb side. This is, I mean, she's brilliant the way she put it together. I would not be surprised. In fact, I bet you I can find it in the next two yeah. seconds. There's probably a diet book. I'm sure. Well, based on, but it, it makes perfect but just sense. So it might you not know, be as Just so you know, but. in our intuitive guide, yeah. we actually kind of do this. We just don't lay it out for a year and say that. But in the intuitive guide, we have an examples of a paleo, of a vegan, what a what a day of eating looks like that. So you, somebody, if you don't have the intuitive guide, you can actually use that guide as a guide for you to do follow a similar protocol as this. But I can't wait to hear if she's going to do this. I think it'd be awesome. Next question is from Rosen Trained. If you could create a drinking game for listening to Mind Pump, <laughs> what would the rules be? Justin so picked this question, I right? totally did. Oh. I, I think this would be so much fun. It would be fun to do this. What would we... So it has to be around like one of our distinctive of characteristics. All right. I think yeah. every time Sal says, um, I have, there's a ladies study. and gentlemen, yeah. or a study, there you, go. Right. You, you, have to take, you have to take a drink. Yeah. Um, Obviously, every time I'm say like or um or uh, do that a million times or pause in your story yeah I, I, do I mess up enough words in a fucking episode that you yeah. that you could actually get smashed? Yeah, you get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> every time I make up a word. Every time you eat on the podcast. How about every yeah. time we talk about mind pump in the third person? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mind pump wants to. What mind pump wants to do? Do we yeah. do a lot of that? Shot, shot, or shot. My girl, word for, my girlfriend for compliments. My girlfriend points it out yeah. all the time. She's oh like, yeah, she's like, why does mind pump talk about mind pump all the time? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I th- well, it's a little bit hard too when you're referencing all three of you. It's easier to say mind pump than to go Doug, Justin, Sal, and yeah. me. You yeah. know, right? So yeah. or refer to every. person. We should on tell team. the forum to create a drinking. Yeah, I think okay. that's what we need. No, yeah. I think I think this would be done best by others who have listened and laughed and probably made fun of us. You of put it together. We'll promote it, and you we'll know, I will literally. I think when you hear, I'll do it with you guys. When you hear Doug laughing in the background, you have to take three shots. Oh yeah, because it doesn't happen too often, but no. when it does, that's yeah, like that's, a, that's like a home run. That's like a slam. A beer. Yeah, you could, now if someone put some diamond in this, you could make it cool if you went like, okay, there's a a drink for this, a shot for this, a, a beer chug for this. For yeah, if each. I opened up with a song, you know, you got right, two right, shots. right. Yeah, yeah, this would be fun. Actually, if a forum member put this together, I would love to. I, I don't would, want anybody, want anybody getting too sick though. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be careful about this. That's why they need to put it together. Did you guys? Yeah, did you guys ever? Not us. Did you guys ever play Century Club? No. Oh yeah. yeah. So Century Club this is, is with beer shots of beer. Right. Yeah. So this is actually kind of a cool, cool drinking game. Um, but uh, I say this with caution. Uh, what you do 
is you make a well dating myself. We said I was gonna say cassette tape. You make a cassette tape. <laughs> you nobody, make a mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fire. Nobody's got First, it. you got to find a DeLorean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Frank Scott. So well, we made a mixtape, and it's a hundred minutes long. And so they're one minute songs, it, it, not a song that's a minute, but a, one minute of a song. So you're, you can rage and tool and whatever country, whatever the fuck you want. So a Spotify to. mix, right? A yeah. Spotify mix, whatever it is, but you, they can only be one minute long. And so what you, and you have all your cans of beer and your Paula, I think you end up going through about 10. So you need about 10 cans of beer per person. And the game is who can make it all the way through the century club. And it's just taking a shot of beer. So every time a new song comes on, you take a, a one ounce shot of a beer. And then you just a hundred ounces. Oh yeah, yeah. it adds up. Yeah. That's gross. Yes. So a hundred ounces of beer. It's beer. So, but it's crazy because when you start getting to, you're like, you start off and you're like, yeah, it's easy. Every time I've started this game with at parties when I was younger, you know, and you teach it to somebody, they always are like drinking a beer with it because it's too slow. Like, oh, I'm gonna be. I'm, this is too yeah, slow. They, yeah. They start but doubling about up and 30, like, ah, 40, know, 40 songs in. You're starting to feel the buzz kicking because of how fast you're taking these one ounce shots, and before you know it, you're pretty hammered playing yeah. this game, and not a lot of people can finish the full hundred hundred uh, songs. That's terrible. It's a great yeah. game, though. Check this out. We are in January. We have our 30 day workout for free, which is programmed by us. So every single day on our YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV, you'll get a new workout every day. Some of them are actual workouts. Some of them are mobility sessions that you could do at home. Some of them are isolation-based movements or compound movements. It progresses you as you move along. If you go to YouTube, you can tune into the first one and follow along. If you're already following along, awesome. We love it. All you got to do is go to Mind Pump TV, subscribe to the channel so you get notifications every time we post one of those videos. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes Maths Anabolic, Maths Performance, and Maths Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>